You're listening to The Savvy Social Podcast, a weekly show that explores social media marketing strategies that help business owners create connection and build community by focusing on manageable tasks that actually make a difference to your business goals. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to episode 96 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This show is brought to you by Traject Social, the world's most complete social media management tool and my tool of choice when it comes to scheduling, managing, and especially reporting on social media. It's actually the primary tool we use in our agency to schedule, manage, and create reports for our clients. So you can try them out for yourself for free. That's Traject Social, and you can click the link in my show notes and that'll take you over to their site. Now, this episode is also brought to you by Agency Vista. The changing landscape of agency work is requiring us to pivot in our methods away from cold pitching and searching for leads. So more and more brands right now are transitioning their marketing online and they desperately need your services. And in fact, they're actively looking for what you have to offer. So I've been using Agency Vista and I'm really excited to see how this helps me and you find the right clients You can add your work and experience and let that really take center stage and show off what you're proud of. So check them out by going to agencyvista.com. All right, so it's May 5th. Happy Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) I am planning on having some tacos and margaritas tonight. This uh, current pandemic has got me feeling all of the emotions constantly and daily. I hope you guys are hanging in there. I hope you're doing good. Um, Also, we're moving right now. So my office and where I record the podcast episodes is a little empty. So it sounded a little echoey. Hopefully you'll bear with me uh, as we record these episodes. I'm actually recording a giant batch of episodes right now. Um, So you may hear this little echoey sound for a little bit more. My wonderful team at Podcast Buddy, Travis, give you a shout out, is probably going to edit out most of that. So you guys may not hear a lot of those differences. So if you're looking for podcast editing services, definitely check out Travis over at Podcast Buddy. I'm also super excited because coming up, starting with episode number 100, which is very soon, we are turning this into not only an audio experience, so wherever you're listening to this, whether it be Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you'll continue to listen there, but you can also watch the video versions on my YouTube channel. You can find that by going to youtube.com slash onlinedrea, or you can search for Savvy Social Podcast on YouTube, and after episode 100, those will be video episodes as well. Pretty neat huh? I think it'll be great for some of our um, interviews as well, where you can see the interviewees and kind of get the a more, I don't know, well-rounded experience of the show. Anyways, check it out on YouTube. That's starting with episode number 100. Today's guest is the lovely Carrie White. Carrie is a real estate mogul. Um, So she is based out of California, and she has spent 15 years in the real estate career. Um, She has really studied how to make this work for her. Her clients remain her number one priority. She really offers them a high level of energy to grow and maintain those lasting relationships. She's all about building those relationships. Carrie's clients benefit from the network of agents at the agency. 
So you will hear in this episode, Carrie mentioned the agency. That is her group of real estate agents that she works under. She talks about the education that she's learned from there, as well as some of the personal coaching that she's got. So in this particular episode, we talk about how to be proactive with your marketing instead of being reactive. We talk about the power of getting that coaching and support and how that really helps Carrie build her business. We dive into the specifics and get really, really specific going behind the scenes with Carrie's social media content plan, how she plans everything from the photos to the captions, and how her and her team approaches social media. So I think this will be really interesting for those of you who are real estate agents, if you have your own business and you're looking to grow to the point to having a team, or if you currently have a team and you're looking for how to work with them and still have a personal touch to your social media. Because if you go over to Carrie's profiles, you'll see it's still all her, uh, but her team kind of collaborates on creating those posts. So let's dive in to this fantastic interview with Carrie White. Hey, Carrie, welcome to the show. Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, I am so excited to dive into all of the things you're doing with your business and real estate, especially with marketing online. So we'll get to that. But I want to start off with your story because I think that's a really great place to kind of give us a baseline for what you're all about. And how did you even get into this industry? Great question. Of course, where you are when you started the transition into the business and then looking at it 16 years later is an interesting journey. Definitely many, many changes. Uh, There's a couple ways, you know, with being a real estate agent, you're an entrepreneur. You don't really realize until you're in it that you're a CEO of your own business. So not only are you in sales, you're also learning the market. You're a marketer, you're your own assistant, you're your own accountant, you're your HR company. So you realize that you need to learn so many so many sides of business being a real estate agent. And a lot of people think you just sell houses, you're in sales, but really it's 10 occupations all in one. And it's a lot more challenging than anybody knows. They say the failure rate, I think, is 84% or something like that. So most of the agents that get in fail. So learning what to do and how to approach it was really important from the start, but also... I guess along the journey is there were some pivotal moments that happened that shaped where my career is now. So that's something I think that is really important is understanding the business before you're in it, if you are looking to start, but then also how it shifts. And even the last five years starting to get into the social side of it, that was something that we never used to do, of course, when I first got into it. So the career, the career path has changed along the the journey so many different times. Um, As far as, the pivotal moments that one of them was when I got into coaching Mm -hmm. and instead of just waking up and kind of seeing what happened, I woke up with an intention every day and was proactive instead of reactive. And that simple switch started to change uh, my business in general because I started to actively seek out clients I wanted to work with, actively seeked out business partners, people I wanted to work with, role models, coaching programs, systems, and then it just all evolved after that. (laughs) 
Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about the coaching because I find that angle fascinating. And it's definitely something that um, the key people who are successful, like if I think about the most successful people out there, a lot of them don't get there on their own. A lot of them have these coaches and masterminds that they're a part of. So can you tell us a little bit about your um, coaching and, and how that really helps you kind of make yourself stand out and be different from all of the other real estate agents out there? a great question. Honestly, I feel like there's life with coaching and then there's life without it. And they're just completely different. I don't know how anybody could, I I do know a couple agents who don't coach who are successful, but in general, every single top agent has some kind of support system or coach. Uh, Growing up in LA, obviously there's a big film industry here. And I, I always learned about actors or we always heard and, you know, at shows and tapings and parties and how much training went into it and how much they practiced their lines and how much they ran their scripts. And for me, I'm like, well, these are celebrities. They do and say whatever they want and seeing how hard they worked kind of put me in this mindset that I needed to have somebody to lean on. And I needed to work really, really hard because even celebrities had to work hard, which was kind of a strange analogy, but I guess that's life in LA. Um, (laughs) And then once uh, we got into coaching, you realize they give you a lot of tools to run your, your business. So it's not a mindset thing. Of course, there are the times where your, your mindset gets in the way of everything. So when you are really lost or down, they can definitely be ones to put you back on your feet or set you straight. But more than that, they, they help with, um, they can help you with hiring and firing different personalities with real estate in general. They really help you stay ahead of the curve. So we were just at a conference the last couple of days then looking at what what are the best uh, tools to use, resources, uh, you know, follow client follow up services, um, technology, the best services for social media and marketing, how much you're supposed to be posting, what you're supposed to be posting, how to find relevant hashtags, um, nurturing your team, commission splits, like just everything and anything, and, and also just looking at where the market and the economy is going. So when you're pitching a client or uh, trying to uh, win new business if it's not a referral if it's someone you haven't met before maybe they walked into an open house telling them that you're staying on the cutting edge of real estate brings another added element to you and sets you apart from other agents as well I mean I could go on and on but <laughs> yeah I know I love that yeah yeah I think that's so important and um, I want to shift gears a little bit and talk more about marketing because you did mention that a few times and I want to dive into that but you mentioned okay. that Um, About five or six years ago, you started looking at social media and digital marketing as a way to kind of build your brand and build your business. What was that conversation like? Like, what was that decision like to to dive into this world? You know, I don't remember exactly what inspired me to hire someone. It must have been, okay, yeah. I got involved with a woman's business group, a new one. And a couple of them had these really beautiful Instagrams and they were talking about it and the power it can have for marketing and business. And so I ended up hiring a social media manager and she set up, uh, revamped my website. She set me up on a branding shoot with photos, used apps to lay out like the whole month and in, in, uh, use Planoly for Instagram and start targeting things towards a lifestyle brand. And we started doing that. Um, obviously people have been doing it for a while, but we started doing it kind of right before everyone started doing it. So I, I'm lucky because we got on it 
sooner than later. And it's really evolved into something very, a very powerful tool for us now, but just creating your, what you put out there is intentional instead of just what you take in the moment. So knowing that, of course you can take great photos and, you know, it is instant Instagram, but then, you know, having a message behind it, having a purpose relating to people. So from that point, we started, I started reading books on social media and marketing and, and seeing where the digital age was going and how I could use it for my business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's a really key point to highlight is that you recognize that you had something powerful at your fingertips and Mm -hmm. got professionals on board to kind of help you get jumpstarted. Are you still working with agencies today or what does that process look like for creating content? Good question. So with the branding shoots, it seems really, if you're not doing it or you've never done it, it seems very odd. Like, what do you mean? Like the first time I did it, we, I have a Jags with the two seater and we did, we started at my office at eight 30 in the morning. I had like five or six outfits, lipstick, and I was changing in my car. We went downstairs on, on San Vicente. We went down to the third street promenade, Santa Monica. And I was just firing on tops and throwing them off and changing in the street. And my photographer, we were just having a blast. And then we ended up at the Fairmont Hotel where I actually got married last year. And I had a couple girlfriends come and we just drank champagne. But those photos are like, they kicked off. And it was, it seemed so odd at the time, but once it all was put together, it looked like I was just, they looked so natural and real. Like I was just out that weekend showing property or I was just at the Fairmont having a glass of champagne looking fabulous. And it was like, it took all the, uh, the hard work off of having to like take photos all the time. I just got to let it go and have them do something. So now of course it just, I'm like, Oh yeah, I just need to do another branding shoot, whatever I need to need to get on the ball. But the companies now they can take everything that I've done and and the photos and the images and they can create all the content and they can mix in with listing photos or open houses, or they can really create a brand and an image out there that shows what we're doing and how we can help people and attracts people to us. Um, I know you asked about the companies. They've evolved over time. Um, The first person I started working with, I actually just started working with her again. That was five years ago. Um, We started working together again last October. But in between, because I didn't really understand it, I was working with several different people and I didn't really know how much work it was. So I just thought nobody was doing anything. So I kept moving through people. Um, But now I have a really kick-ass company that's working uh, on all my marketing and, and helping me create not create the content, but lay the content out there and look up articles and, and stay relevant. And they use things that we send them and just to put them out there in a way that is helpful to the public and not confusing and explanatory because we're in information overload mm-hmm. age. Everything is extremely transparent. So the more you give, you know, it, it is the more that you'll get back from people that want to stay connected to you. How often would you say you do those branding shoots? I should do them twice a year, but I've only been doing them once a year. Oh, wow. That's pretty good, actually. It's, yeah, because of all the different outfit changes that I do really, really fast. And, you know, like, because you can sit at a desk and you can throw on two different shirts and have a few photos like that. And that's super helpful because it looks like just you're at the office photo. So you can sprinkle those in all year. And it was really just one day mm-hmm. or showing properties. But um, I, I do they could be a little easier. You could just go out with friends and shoot a couple photos, but doing the actual brand new shoot, I think is, is helpful and making them look as natural as possible. I don't want people thinking that all my photos are professional, of course, and they're not, but that's, 
that's what you want. You want things to look polished. We live in this filtered world now. So you have to be authentic, but also look good at the same time. It's a little confusing, but... Yeah, no, it's not. And I think it's something that a lot of people struggle with is that balance of, you know, you want to look polished, but you want to be authentic. You want to put out great content, but you don't want to be too like scheduled or curated. Um, Do you have any insights to how you're able to, because I think you're nailing it. Like um, what insights can you give to people as they're kind of approaching this um, idea of creating a brand online that, that you've experienced? Like what makes your brand good? I love that. I really identified with what you just said. <laughs> they want to put things out there that's polished, but not too curated. You know, I, I really, really relate to that. It, it's a lot in the voice. So if you're putting out information on renovations that bring you the top ROI, it's listing it in a way that sounds like I'm just sitting here on the phone like, hey, I looked up, these, I looked up some information. I just want to give it to you. Mm. Uh, the voice is very, very important. Or you know, I know everybody says like stepping out on a Sunday or walking into the weekend. I'm like trying not to be super on trend with what everybody else is saying helps also, I think. Not having too many hashtags and just making it not look like a company made it so perfect. So you want it to look presentable, but not over the top perfect like you're trying to get an A plus in school. So I try to, you know, I don't mind typos. I don't mind things that aren't perfect because it makes it look like we're all human, which we are. Um, but what we do is we, we set up a week or two in advance and then I go through and I mention what the photos are or what I want. And then they can, they can add to that, change it or, you know, have a different focus, but it's really a collaboration of all of us, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which takes it all off of me, which is so, so helpful because I barely can get, you know, I'm always on the phone. I'm always driving. I'm always on appointment. So to sit and post a photo or look up an article is very, very challenging. So it's super helpful. Yeah. Oh, I love the collaboration approach. And I think you're, you're nailing it with the voice as well. I mean, if you've got a, a picture, just add some context with the caption that you're writing. I think that's so, so true. Um, what if yeah. People, I don't know the statistics between people who are just looking or people that are reading. Because I find half the time... You, you have a photo and it could, it could just be a photo of you standing there and then underneath it, you could be talking about interest rates or a house you just sold. So I don't know. Sometimes people just like the aesthetic of it and other people actually read it. I'm not too sure, but you're getting two people, I think, when you have a great photo and a great caption. Oh yeah, for sure. Because the photo is what's really drawing us in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, we're That's- scrolling and double tapping and looking at a million things in a day. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I want to talk a little bit about video because I noticed you post a lot of great video on your um, Instagram. So can you tell us a little bit about the process for creating those videos? Yeah, good question. So they say that everything is going to video, that the whole world will be video in five years. Um, Our coaching program speaks highly of videos. And the reason behind it is that people get to know you before they meet you. So I'm finding now people are looking me up, they're seeing my videos, and when I meet them, I don't know them. I'm like, hey, how are you? Like, extra warm and friendly. Obviously, doing this 16 years, I know what it's like to meet strangers on the regular. People are nicer to me up front than they ever have been in my whole career. And, uh, and I hear it at least once a week. Somebody will say, oh, I watched your video and I feel like I know you. I watched your video and I really trust you. I watched your video and your information is really helpful and you don't seem pushy. So 
sometimes when I'm like, hating myself and not wanting to do a video and just having a hard day filming or something, I think about those conversations and how it has impacted my business and how it has made such a strong connection with people. And you think about when you um, see, I don't know, somebody from The Bachelor. Well, we have a lot of those in LA, but if you see somebody <laughs> eat, you feel like you know them. You want to go up and talk to them, but you don't. They don't even know you. But it's this sense of familiarity that you trust them, you know them, you like them. And people are going to work with real estate agents that they what? They know, they trust, and they like. So doing more things to get more people to know, trust, and like. really That's why we have such a strong emphasis on the video. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that is such a, a powerful point to highlight is that that no like and trust factor. Um, even with something like Instagram stories or Facebook stories, you're you're giving your followers a chance and a peek inside of your world. Um, so I think that's a really powerful, powerful tool at our disposal. Um, now, how do you balance posting to things like Instagram stories and doing the work and, and, and doing your job? So some of, the, some of the things that people struggle with is the balance of it all. So let us inside that process a little bit. It's a great question, and it is very, very challenging. I will not downplay that. It is, it is hard when you're on appointments, and then you're driving to another one, and you're trying to catch up on emails, oh, and then you have to do a story in between. And when you're a busy business owner, it is definitely one of the most challenging things. And I think there's really no way to do it unless you have people helping you. If you're a solo entrepreneur with no assistant, no social media team, know that this really is going to take up a big chunk of your week. Uh, that's why I like planning ahead. Uh, we have a whole calendar set up with exactly what we post on every platform every day. So even if I'm not able to post, we have something going out. We take the video that we do every week on Carrie TV and we cut it up into two, four, six, six stories with video snippets. So I already know that I have six stories and then I'm allowed to send a few during the week to my team and they'll, they'll tag them and whatnot. But it is something I just have to remind myself to just talk about my day and just throw it up there. The second key besides planning is not, <laughs> how do I say this? Not being so hard or critical. You know, when I do a video, I'll tag it or whatever, and I'll just send it. I won't rewatch it. I won't judge myself because I won't post it if I do that. So it's just knowing that I am who I am. You know, people are like, I don't want to do video. I don't like the way I look. It's like, well, that's what you look like when you get up and walk out the door in the morning. Like, you are who you are. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever you look like on video. People say it to me like, oh, well, you're pretty, so it's easy. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I, I can't even watch these videos back because I'm like, oh my God, I look horrible. This is terrible. And so everybody just has their own story. And bottom line is it's not about me. It's about getting the content out there and helping people and teaching them about real estate and making them feel empowered and making them feel empowered to make a decision about buying a house and investing and, and building equity and wealth. So um, I think that's more powerful than judging how I look on video, but uh, you have to make the time for it or you have to plan for it and you have to let go of the judgment and just post it. Mm -hmm. Yes. It, I love that you said it's not about you. It's about yeah. them. I think yes. that's like, if you can like repeat that mantra in your head, yeah. then you're on it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, I, I'm going to write that down and remind myself all day because it's even when you're in transactions with people and agents make some make the negotiation about themselves or they bring something that happened to them in their day out on you 
And it's like, hey, this is about the two clients. This isn't about your ego or what you want or you feeling like you're winning. This is our buyer, our seller, and they're both trying to accomplish the same thing. So step out of it. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about a question that we often get on the show, um, especially from people who are just now putting themselves out there. So maybe they started building up an audience or, you know, they they reached that 10K mark on Instagram and they're noticing an uptick or an increase in negativity online. So negative comments, Mm -hmm. negative message. Um, Do you have any experience with that that you can share with us? I just think, go on to some of the celebrity pages and see the things people say about them and you'll feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, it is, I mean, that's definitely hard. I've had some weird comments. Um, my team will watch for them and they ask me, do you want me to delete these or whatever? It just depends. But, you know, especially if I'm talking about a market update and the market's good, I get a lot of weirdos that are commenting that like, you know, this bimbo doesn't know what she's talking about. The market's crashing or are those fake tan lines and weird stuff like that. But you just, you know, that's, that's what it's like. It, I personally, I tell myself it's sad to be them. Like my life is much better because I'm a, you know, strong business owner and I'm kind to people. That person's sad in their home and is not confident and not successful. So they're online trying to bash people and you know, I wish them the best in life and I hope that they find happiness and they're not bashing people out there, but just remembering that you're the one that's empowered and empowering people and there's always going to be haters and to really let it go and not focus on it and just know it's part of the process. But that's, yeah, that does suck. It's the crappy side of it, but those are, you know, cowards at home behind their screens, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Such a good approach to it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it is the hard side, but that's what starts to happen and it's just part of it it's with with more more people following in you and liking you there's going to be more people that don't like you and one of my coaches like 3 years ago said this is the this is the one of the shifts you're going through in your career that you're going to start losing more business than you ever even have the opportunity to gain and that was a huge pivotal moment for me because i felt like i was like losing clients. Like, oh, I didn't get that listing. I didn't get that deal. I didn't get that buyer, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm, I feel like I, I'm on a bad, I'm on a bad street. I have some bad luck. And he's like, no, you just, you have so much business incoming that now people are starting to not want to work with you because that's, that's what happens. So you have to get used to having even more rejection, but it's not really rejection. It's just steps towards more massive success. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. That is really good. And I think that that works well with um, social media as well, because I find that the more followers you get, the more haters you get. So mm-hmm. it definitely goes hand in hand. Yeah. Um, okay. And, and promoting yourself to the people you know, you'll never get a hater. But if you want new business and new clients and new outreach, you will get the people that don't know you, don't like you and don't trust you and maybe vocal about it. It's just part of it. Part of life is part of life. Yeah. Uh, so what's coming down the pipeline as we look at social media, digital marketing, marketing in general for the rest of the year? Uh, do you have anything interesting planned? Um, that's a good question. I think it, it, is, it can be a little, it's like shiny penny. What's next? We are staying very consistent with what we've set up. Um, like I said, I have a whole calendar with Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, stories, everything that gets posted stories, uh, articles, um, we're staying consistent with it and we're actually going to level up and post even more content. Mm-hmm. 
which is kind of scary, but that is something we decided. So we're adding in a couple more videos. We're adding in a little bit more content. We're upping our game on LinkedIn a bit because that's still a space that isn't as populated as the other channels. So, uh, and then another one too that we're just starting in February is Pinterest, which I've never done. So <clears throat> we're hitting Pinterest. So now we're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, and of course we have an email campaign. So just doing more videos and more content and going on more channels and staying consistent. Yes, I love it. Consistency is key. And I think you'll love LinkedIn, especially with the videos that you're creating. Um, it is an untapped market for you. Awesome. Good. Awesome. <laughs> so Carrie, where can we find you online? How can we connect with you? I'm very, very easy. If you Google Carrie White, K-E-R-I-W-H-I-T-E, a lot comes up. But my website is CarrieWhite.com. My Instagram is CarrieAnn, CarrieAnn. Um, yeah, either of those, DM me. Google me, go to my website. I've got a, a landing page on there where you can set an appointment to work with me or chat with me. So that should be helpful. One other really quick tip is don't make your Instagram name like your, your brand, like Susie Walks Dogs, because I just think that's not real. So just be you, be natural, be 80% of who you are, and then sprinkle in a little bit of that business side. Ooh, I love it. Last final tip. Thank you so much, Carrie, for being an amazing guest on this episode. Oh my gosh, it's been so fun. I can't wait to um, hear what people think and hopefully it's been helpful. And I'm definitely 100% open for questions or, or insights or if anybody is struggling and just wants to reach out, I am here. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and additional resources, visit our website, SavvySocialPodcast.com. And before you go, I want to invite you to access our free course. Yes, 100% free. It's the best way to jumpstart your social media strategy this year. You can find it at OnlineDrea.com slash free. That's all for this week. Bye for now.